This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is expressing concern over the cancellation of a young girl who's speaking out against transgender surgeries. Marshall has signed onto a letter that was sent to Eventbrite for that group's efforts to limit the influence of a speaking event by Chloe Cole. Cole is planning to go to South Carolina to speak in November as requested by a Christian nonprofit organization. Eventbrite has deplatformed that event from their website, saying it promotes hateful or dangerous ideas. Cole is very outspoken about the damage that was done to her body and her life when she was encouraged to go through transgender hormone therapy as well as surgery to look more like a male. Cole has since detransitioned and speaks across the nation to warn of the dangers of transgender ideology. Here is Cole speaking before a U.S. House committee just this year. My name is Chloe Cole and I am a detransitioner. Another way to put that would be, I used to believe that I was born the wrong body and the adults in my life whom I trusted affirmed my belief and this caused me lifelong irreversible harm. I speak to you today as a victim of one of the biggest medical scandals in the history of the United States of America. I speak to you in the hope that you will have the courage to bring the scandal to an end and ensure that other vulnerable teenagers, children, and young adults don't go through what I went through. Marshall, along with 18 other state attorney generals, signed on to the letter that accuses Eventbrite of limiting the marketplace of ideas and letting the truth prevail, and instead trying to silence political dissidents and manipulate public opinion. It has been two years since 1819 News first launched its website and podcasts in order to inform and bring the facts to the people of Alabama of what is going on here in the state. 1819 News CEO Brian Dawson, along with 1819 News Editor-in-Chief Jeff Poor, sat down on a podcast to discuss the various stories that have been covered and brought to light by 1819 News in a way that Alabamians have taken action. One of those stories has to do with the sexually explicit and pornographic books that are being shelved in the children's section of public libraries across the state. And one group or one person, your guy getting elected isn't going to fix it. One group, you know, writing a this or a that isn't going to fix it. What it is, is 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 putting your finger on the problem and, and basically pornography being in the children's section in the library. That's that's a problem. But the problem is when you go to the library board and say something and they say, well, no, it's city council. And then you go to city council and you're like, no, it's the library board. Now you really have your finger on the problem. These people are cowards and they don't they don't deserve to be in those positions. And what I anticipate happening is this fire, it started in Prattville and it went to Foley, Madison County, North Shelby County, uh, Dothan, and all over. We're seeing uh, this this library fire spread. What I anticipate happening and what I encourage to happen, uh, if you're listening to this, is people are going to run for the library board. People are going to run for city council. People are going to run for the school board. People are going to run for county commission. They're starting to see the absolute importance of these positions that like you said, like your mom's saying is, is just never even thought about them before. Well, that's, and there's so much wisdom in this because I mean, this is going on in your institutions and this is just one example of it, but where this to me is where, where, where the real problem lies is this unaccountable bureaucracy telling you, no, I have the library science degree. I, you, this is not important. I know better 
I know better than you rubes out there. I did this. I, I got my library science degree from the University of Montevallo, one of the best library science schools in the land. <laughs> and you're going to tell me what goes in a library? I don't think so. But but, but it shouldn't be that way. I mean, yeah. if, if enough people, I'm not talking about one or two or three malcontents, but I am talking about a, you know, a, a pretty broad consensus, a majority or whatever, say, hey, this is not something we want in our library. We don't want big extravagant displays celebrating pride month okay i mean we're not against pride month if you want to celebrate it go celebrate it but don't don't try to make it like an institutional thing yeah and, and they say no we know better than you we're gonna do it our way and that's where you lose control of the government the Mobile chapter of the NAACP has issued a demand to the Mobile Police Department after a video was posted of a police officer body slamming a 16-year-old girl to the ground. The incident happened right outside of a school. The NAACP of Mobile called the officer's actions deeply troubling and disturbing and are asking for an investigation into the whole case. The video was captured on a cell phone by another parent at that school who witnessed the incident. The officer has since been placed on administrative leave after some city leaders saw the video and agreed that there was excessive use of force. When it comes to students in school, in Montgomery, the Valiant Cross Academy has made it to the next round when it comes to the YAS prize. Valiant Cross is now one out of 33 schools that are being considered in the next round for the $1 million prize and national honor. Valiant Cross Academy is a 6th through 12th grade boys only Christian school with 200 students enrolled. The school first launched in 2015. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden is now back in the U.S. after a visit to Israel to meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The Biden administration is now apologizing for totally doxing a team of U.S. Special Forces soldiers while Biden was in that country. This comes after an unedited or blurred picture of all of the men shaking hands with Biden was posted on the White House Instagram page for hours. This now puts at risk all the Special Forces soldiers who met with Biden in Israel since they can now be identified and targeted by the terror groups over in the Middle East, including Hamas within the Gaza Strip. The White House has now taken down that picture after it was up for hours and then issued an apology. A senior official from the U.S. State Department, Josh Paul, has sent in a letter of resignation to President Biden over his handling of the whole Israeli-Hamas conflict. In the letter, Paul called the Hamas attack on Israeli civilians a monstrosity of monstrosities. But Paul also said that the planned response by Israel will only deepen the suffering between the Israeli people and the Palestinian people and will not be in the long-term interests of America. Paul condemned the Biden administration for not putting America's interests first, but instead said that blind support for one side is destructive in the long-term interest of both people groups and that the Biden administration is repeating the same mistakes that have been made for past decades by U.S. leadership. So whether or not you agree with Paul's stance on this, this brings me back to the various stories that I have done this past week to highlight the national defense systems that, that we know about that are in place in Israel. The Iron Dome, of course, and the newly developed and highly advanced Iron Beam laser defense system. Now, you might be asking, why did I do that? Well, this is where I am going to provide a little bit of commentary and opinion to this report. I did this to remind my audience that there's 
Still, a lot of unanswered questions about this whole Hamas attack that occurred October 7th. It's now being used in the news, certainly by pro-Israel groups, to justify full-scale war and invasion of the Gaza Strip by Israeli forces. But if you understand what was already in place before this Hamas attack, it leads to some serious questions on how did this happen? in a country that has a surveillance and security system that's far superior than anything Hamas employs or even its state sponsor, which is the country of Iran. Also, Israel's military intelligence is far superior, and as we learned this week, its missile defense system is second only really to the U.S. So perhaps it's best to continue to question things rather than take immediate sides with blind support, as Josh Paul wrote about, when it comes to this whole conflict in the Middle East. And so with that, there's something worth thinking about that was brought up by Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA as he was a guest on the Patrick Bet David podcast. So take a listen. So... I, I just have way too many questions that makes me think about what the motives are. And if we go dark, I'll put all those things out there. Yeah. How did how did these guys not know this was taking place? So I've been in Israel many times. The whole country's a fortress. When I first heard this story, I still have the same gut instinct that I did initially. I find this very hard to believe. I've been to that Gaza border. You, you cannot go 10 feet without running into a 19-year-old with an AR-15 or an automatic machine gun that is an IDF soldier. Right. The whole country is surveilled. And so so let me let me just kind of go through this. We don't talk about Israeli politics very often. And most Americans don't know this. The last nine months, Israel was on the brink of civil war. It's not an exaggeration. This judicial stuff, there were there were hundreds of thousands of Israelis taking to the streets because Bibi Netanyahu was basically redefining the Israeli constitution. That's not an exaggeration. Right. He said the judicial branch has too much power. There were protests planned this week against Netanyahu where they anticipated tens of thousands of people to take to the streets. That's all gone, Patrick. Netanyahu now has an emergency government and a mandate to lead. I'm not, I'm not willing to say to go so far that saying that Netanyahu knew or there was intelligence here, but I think some questions need to be asked. Was there a stand-down order? <sighs> Six hours? I don't believe it. Israel's the side of New, size of New Jersey. When I took a helicopter ride from Jerusalem to the Gaza border, it's 45 minutes. Wow. Six hours. They're live streaming the killing of Jews. Was, did somebody in the government say stand down? That is a legitimate non-conspiracy question. I'm only going to make two comments to add to what Charlie Kirk just said. One, war is big business for bankers. They're able to fund and profit from both sides, regardless of ideology. And two, war always allows for those at the seats of power to leverage and obtain even more power over the masses as well as behave in ways that would not be acceptable under normal circumstances. Several felony charges from the Fulton County, Georgia, district attorney against attorney Sidney Powell have now been downgraded to misdemeanors. Powell has since entered a plea of guilty to those downgraded charges and will serve probation time rather than jail time, pay a $6,000 fine, and write an apology letter to the state of Georgia. Powell is one of the co-defendants in the case that's being brought against Donald Trump by district attorney Fannie Willis, in which Willis is using RICO laws that are designed for breaking up criminal conspiracies to charge Trump for challenging the 2020 election results in that state, along with his group of lawyers. Well, another doctor is talking about the turbo cancer trend here in the U.S. as well as Canada, which has really spiked in just the past two years. Dr. William Mackis is a Canadian radiologist and oncologist who spoke with Dr. Drew on his podcast about what are common cancers that he's now seeing in young people and how aggressive these cancers are in taking life. 
If you go on GoFundMe and you put stage four cancer and you can pick whatever cancer you want, you could put, you know, breast cancer, you could put lung cancer, colon cancer. Not only are you seeing the shocking ages, young ages of these individuals who are reporting their cancers and their fundraising because, you know, they lose their jobs when they're undergoing chemotherapy, for example. But you see just how many people are suffering, are coming down from these cancers, uh, especially in 2023. Uh, it's just uh, unbelievable. It's 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 a tsunami of of cancer diagnoses. The top three I can tell you that seem to come up over and over are lymphoma, brain mm-hmm. cancer, and really the most aggressive ones, the glioblastomas and breast cancer. Mm-hmm. If you want to round out, you know, the top five, top six, you got to put in colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to put in lung cancer, testicular cancer, and the leukemias uh, are extremely aggressive. These leukemias, when they're being diagnosed. Um, they are killing uh, the individual in a matter of weeks, days, or even hours after diagnosis. They are that aggressive. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.